0: The radio program contained in this episode is not owned by me. It is not owned by anyone. It is public domain and should be shared freely. The characters within this radio broadcast you're about to hear are owned by Archie Comics Publications. If you like what you hear here in this episode, you'll want to go out and get yourself some Archie Comics. With that explanation out of the way, let's get on with the show. Hey, you're listening to... The Riverdale Podcast presents Archie Andrews, the old-time radio show. This is episode number three. My name is Jonathan. Welcome to lovely Riverdale, USA. Welcome back for episode number three of Riverdale Podcast presents Archie Andrews, the old-time radio show. This is, uh, this is a great episode. I think you're really gonna love this one this really sets the pace for where we're headed from from here on out uh as I said last week last week is sort of a, uh an oddball episode um maybe not the most entertaining but important and part of th- this chronology you know there are only fifty plus episodes that uh that are surviving, so everyone counts um but enough about last week this week. Super, super good episode. It's got a really fun, really contrived plot. All of the acting is really great. Um, uh, The organ playing, always, always fantastic in these episodes. Uh, Today's episode was originally broadcast back in 1946. uh, May 11th, 1946. And it definitely shows its age. (laughs) <laughs> I will say that, and uh, we'll talk about it more on the other side of the episode, so let's get right into it.
1: Hello? Hello, Jughead. This is Archie. Come over right away. It's a matter of life or death.
2: Aw, oh, relax, Archie. Relax. <laughs>
3: Yes, indeed, and you relax too, folks, while you visit Archie Andrews, his family, and his friends. Millions of readers of Archie Comics Magazine, oh, Archie, and millions more have learned to know him since he's come to radio with all his gang, Archie Andrews! <laughs> Once again, it's Saturday morning as we join the Andrews family in Riverdale. We find Mom and Dad Andrews in the living
0: room. Dad is reading the paper.
4: I don't get it
5: All right, Fred All right Yes Anything interesting in the paper today, dear?
4: Well, Mary, I was wondering when you'd ask that Yes, now that you mention it Uh Here's a story about a man who was staying on the sixth floor of the Eagle Hotel. He got seriously hurt going down in the elevator.
5: How did he get hurt going down in the elevator?
4: No elevator. Oh, Fred. That's what it says, yes, it says. Oh, uh, here's one. Here's a story about a man who hasn't taken a haircut in 20 years.
5: Why, how can that be?
4: He's bald. Really, Fred? And, uh, oh, I see here we're. Secretary Burns recently was introduced to the Egyptian ambassador. Really? Mm-hmm. Mr. Burns told him he didn't remember his name, but his fez was familiar. Oh. And, oh, look here. It says that, um, that uh that... Oh. <clears> oh, <throat> Oh, well, that, that that isn't important anyway, no.
5: Oh, what does it say, Fred?
4: Uh, what does it say?
5: That story you started to read to me.
4: Story, dear? What story was that?
5: Fred, for pity's sake, are you, are you trying to hide something?
4: I, now, why should I now try Fred to... Andrews,
5: let me see that paper. Now, uh, Mary,
4: I... I tell you, there's nothing in the paper <laughs> that, Hi, that you... Uh,
5: there uh, is something in this paper that you... Oh, so there's nothing you were trying to hide, hmm? Yeah,
4: well, no. Not
5: even this item about Hepzibah Pringle returning to Riverdale for a visit this weekend?
4: Oh, is that so, Hephzibah? Now, now, why would I want to hide that?
5: Well, I don't know. Unless it's that Hepzibah Pringle at one time was your great passion... The love of your life.
4: Perhaps of a Why, Mary, that was before we were married. You, you don't think she means anything to me anymore, do you?
5: Well, I don't know. You were terribly fond of her. Oh.
4: <laughs> Nothing more than a crush.
5: Crush? That was a squeeze play if I ever saw one. The way you used to buy presents for her.
4: Yes. I used to buy her candy.
5: That girl ate candy as though her life depended on it. Yes, it is. One time a group of us girls went to the theater and Hepsi dropped a piece of caramel and she made the usher come to look for it.
4: Just over a piece of caramel?
5: No, her teeth were in it.
4: (laughs) Mary. Well, anyway, dear, why... Why worry about Hepzibah Frinka? Why, I haven't seen her in years and years.
5: Well, I couldn't help being a little suspicious the way you hid that paper, oh, dear.
4: Well, Mary, you know how it is. I was a little surprised to see the item at all, and <laughs> yes, I. Yes, dear. To... <laughs> I understand. Yeah. That's good. Oh, I'll get it. Oh? Oh, hello, Tom. Huh? Yeah, I should. Uh... Yes, yes, I'm all set to go, Tom. What? Yeah, I bet they are biting today, yeah. Oh, I I have my tackle hidden in the hall closet, and as soon as I get a chance, I'll duck out. Yeah, you wait for me, Bloody and I'll... Uh, uh, well, Tom, old boy, glad you called. <laughs> yeah, mighty glad you called. Yes, indeed. Yeah, call call again sometime. Well, bye now. <laughs> uh, that was uh <laughs> Tom Pettigrew, dear.
5: Really? And was there any reason for whispering?
4: Reason for well, why? Why? Yes, dear. There's a very good reason for whispering. Very good.
5: Well, oh, I'd like to hear it.
4: Yes. Well. uh... Oh. Well, you 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 know how Mrs. Pettigrew shouts at poor Tom all the time. Yes. Well, the the poor fellow's ears have gotten so sensitive he uh, can't stand a thing above a whisper.
1: What are you going to buy, Archie? A gift, jug. Jughead, a gift. What gift? Tomorrow's Mother's Day, remember? Oh, yeah. I've been saving my money for weeks and weeks and weeks. I know. I've scrimped, I saved, I ran errands, I did everything. And finally, Dad gave me a little money, too, and now I have $5.10. Uh, how much did your dad give you? $5. Oh, fine. And now I'm going to get my mom a great big box of Candy? Candy? Five dollars worth of candy? Sure, one of those big fancy lace boxes. Oh, here's the store. Let's go in. I'd like a nice gift box of candy, mister. Oh, these look good. Mind if I taste one? Oh, thanks. Mmm. Not not bad. Mm, not bad at all. But I don't think Mom would like these. Oh, gosh, these look good. Can I taste one of those? Oh, thanks. Mmm, very good. Mmm, very good. But Mom doesn't care for these, now. Maybe these over here. Mmm, mm, mm, boy. These are really swell. But Mom never eats those. Uh, Archie, uh, don't you think maybe I should help you decide? I'm quiet, Jug. Let's see now. Oh, that's what I want, mister. That box there marked $5. Yeah, and when you wrap it up, uh, put one of those gold-lettered signs on it, huh? Let's see. Uh, Better give me that one, the one that says, to my first love. Yeah, that's the one. Okay, thanks. Well, don't you think you ought to taste it first? Quiet, John. Come, Father,
2: come, boy, come, Father.
1: Oh, gee. Here's Veronica. Hello, Veronica. Well, Archie, hello. Hello, Joe. <laughs> hi, Veronica. What are you doing here in the candy store, Archie? He's having his lunch. I just bought a Mother's Day gift. Oh, Really? Well, I'm doing the same thing. Down, Fido. Uh, hi there, Fido. Uh, uh, let me have one of those boxes, please. The one marked $5. And would you put one of those slogans on it? Oh, Let's see. Uh, the one that says, to my darling mother. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, and you better let me have a small box for Fido. Fido? Candy for Fido? Of course. Woof, woof. Buying candy for a dog? That's like what they used to do in the old days, Veronica. What's that? Test everything for poison by giving the dog some first. (laughs) I'm not testing for poison, silly. Fido loves sweets, candy and figs. That reminds me, Veronica. Mm -hmm. How about a date this afternoon? I'd love it. Well, as soon as I go home and hide this present from Mom, I'll call for you. And we'll take a walk through the park. A walk? Wouldn't you rather go to the movies? Movies? Why, Veronica, think of the wonderful double feature Mother Nature provided. The breathtaking scenery, the finest stars in all the world. The story of nature blossoming in all its glory. The drama of little flowers unfolding their gentle petals. The comedy of a squirrel climbing up a tree. (laughs) Always a continuous performance. That's the kind of show I like. Yes, sir. And besides, Veronica. Yes. I like the price of admission, too. You wait here, Jug. I want to hide this in the hall closet. Let's see now. Boy, there's a lot of junk in here. I'll just take this fishing stuff out and put it in the umbrella stand. There. Now I can hide the candy back in this corner. Mom will never find it there. Yeah, that's fine. All set, Jug. Let's go. Oh, hello,
4: son. What are you doing?
1: Just on my way to call for Veronica, Dad.
4: Uh, oh, oh, well, all right. See you later, Dad. Bye. Yes, bye. Bye. Hmm. Now to get that fishing rod and get out of here. You ah, see now. Boy, there's a lot of junk in here. Hmm. Now, where is that rod? I put it right back in here. That's funny. It's gone can't be. But it is. Oh, my God! Operator, uh, get me Riverdale 462. Uh, how could that stuff disappear like that? I put it right back to... Oh, hello, Tom. Listen, Tom, I, I, I'm ready to leave now, but uh, do you have a rod I could borrow? You do? Well, that's swell. I've lost mine. Oh, yes, I, I had it in the hall closet, but now I can't find it anywhere. Okay, Tom, I'll be right over. Bye. Bye.
5: Can't find what, dear?
4: Oh, I can't find my... Fitter. Oh, Mary, where did you come from?
5: The kitchen, of course. Who was that?
4: That? Oh, you're on the phone? Oh, no, that that was no one important, dear.
5: Well, what can't you find?
4: Uh, 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 nothing important, dear, nothing important. Fred,
5: really, Well, uh, you... Well, dear, all, see you, you
4: later. D- I've got to rush down to the office. I just had a very important phone call. But very important. But you said important. it wasn't very well, important. No, I, I, I was mistaken, Mary. It is very important. Very important. Uh, uh, goodbye.
5: Well, now, what was he acting so strangely about? What couldn't he find in the whole closet? Well, I'll soon find out. Let's see now. Why, there's a lot of junk in here. Now, just what could he be looking for? I don't seem to see. Oh, here's something. Why, it's a box of candy. And a motto on the cover. To my first love. Oh! So I might have known. Fred is in love with Hepzibah Pringle after all.
1: I don't know what I'm coming along for. Well, you can just walk me to Veronica's house, can't you? We're almost there. Oh, I suppose so. Maybe Fido will give you a piece of his candy. Very fun. Come on, I'll ring the bell.
4: Ah, good morning, Mr. Archie, Mr. Forsyth. Hello, Edward. Hello, Edward. Lovely day, is it not? Oh, yes, it is. Would you tell
1: Veronica I'm here?
4: Oh, yes, Mr. Archie, I certainly would. Oh,
1: what do you mean you would? If I could. If you could? But I can't. You can't? That's right. Why not? Miss Veronica is not at home. But she has a date with me. I'm supposed to call for her. Yes, Mr. Archie, but the fact remains is she's not at home. In fact, she left in quite a hurry. Where'd she go? To the dog and cat hospital. Dog and cat hospital? Do you mean with Fido?
4: Yes, Mr. Andrews. And I must say the poor animal was nearly dead. Well, lovely day, Mr. Archer. Chughead, did you hear that? Fido?
1: Sick. The candy! Jug, that candy must have been poisoned after all. So what? It serves the dog right for being such a pig. But, Jug, don't you realize? I bought the same candy for my mother. Gee whiz. And you just don't go around poisoning your mother. Not for Mother's Day.
5: Yes? Why? Do my eyes deceive me? It's not Hepzibah Pringle.
2: Oh, yes, it is, Mary. Yes, it
4: is.
5: (laughs) Why, Hepzibah. Please come in. Come in. My husband and I were talking about you just this morning. Oh, dear little (laughs) Frenzy (laughs) Wednesday.
2: What did he say about me? Um, not very much,
5: Hatsuba. Sit down, won't you? Oh, thank you.
2: (laughs) Oh, I haven't seen dear little Fredzie for years and years. How's the dear boy? Fine,
5: just fine.
2: Oh, I'm so glad to hear it. Oh, we spent some happy days together as youngsters. Mm, those happy carefree days. He used to call for me in a dashing yellow Surrey, and we'd drive out Lover's Lane. Oh, that's gone now. Oh, yes, I suppose it is. And we used to drive out by the old mill. Yes, that's gone now. And I used to love to muss his curly black hair.
5: That's gone now. (laughs) Oh, yes, gone. All gone. But you haven't changed uh, much, Hephzibah. Oh, I have changed,
2: Mary. (laughs) Oh, I've changed a great deal. (laughs) Well... (laughs) Um, just uh, in a few places. Oh, you're right. In fact, that new song should be dedicated to me. You know
5: the one, I'm a big girl now. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the other one. What other one? I'll be seeing you in all the old familiar places. Oh! <laughs>
2: Oh, Mary, Fred always did like the clever girls. <laughs> you know, I guess I've always liked candy too much. You know, dear, I wouldn't tell this to anyone but you, but I do weigh nearly 300 pounds.
5: Really? Mm-hmm. You don't look an ounce over
2: 250. Oh, you're sweet. <laughs> Well, dear, it was so good to see you again, even if I didn't get to see dear Fredsy Whedsy. Oh, uh, are you leaving so soon? Oh, yes, dear, I simply must. So much to do, and I'm leaving tonight. Tonight?
5: Uh, oh. Well, I'm sorry you can't stay longer. I certainly wish Fred could have seen you. Oh,
2: and I'd love to have seen him.
5: But, um, before you go, Hepsy, let me give you a little gift. A gift? Oh, but I couldn't, really. I, I just couldn't. want to remove the wrapping on oh, it. Oh, but really, dear, I
2: just couldn't think of you it. Think just it's just a d-
5: box of candy, a sort of farewell gift. Oh, no,
2: I couldn't think of taking a gift. I mean, after all, I just dropped in to say hello for old times' sake, and there's no reason for you to go. Ah, candy? Did you say candy? Yes. <gasps> oh, I thank you, dear. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, you know, there's nothing I love as much as
5: candy. Oh, thank you, dear. Thank you ever so much. Not at all, Hepzibah. I really want you to have it.
2: Oh, you're sweet.
5: Well, goodbye,
2: dear. Remember me to Fredsy Westy. I will.
5: Goodbye. <laughs>
0: <sighs> <laughs>
5: so that. So that is Hepzibah. Before and after. Oh, I wish Fred could have seen her. <laughs>
1: Come on, Jug, we've got to get that candy back. Now, I put it right back here and... Gee whiz. Gee whiz. What's the matter? It's gone. Gee whiz.
5: Archie, what are you looking for in that closet? Mom,
1: Mom, you didn't see a box of candy, did you? Well, yes, I did. Well, Mom, I just found out all about that candy, and you haven't
5: eaten any of it, have you? No, I haven't. I just gave it to Hepzibah Pringle. And how did you find out about that candy? Who did you give it to? Hepzibah Pringle, an old sweetheart of your father's. What?! Oh, but, Mom, that candy yes, is... Yes, bo- dear, I know all about that candy. And you gave it to Hepzibah of Pringle? Yes, dear, I wanted her to have it. But, but, Mom... Now, stop worrying about it. I knew exactly what I was doing. I'll be out in the kitchen if you want me to. But, Mom, Mom!
1: Oh, gee whiz. Jughead, do you realize what's happened? What? My mother's become a Lucretia Borgia. <laughs> She's decided to poison the other woman. Archie, I still don't understand what we're doing here at the hotel. Jug, for the last time, I've got to get that box of candy back. I got it. Why? Because it's poison. My mother could get electrocuted for that. Do you think I want to start the summer being an orphan? Yeah, <laughs> but what's this camera for? That's how we'll get the candy back, Jug. I'll say I'm a photographer from the Gazette, and I want to take Hepzibah's picture. Then, while I keep her busy, you steal that box of poison candy. Now, listen, Archie, I don't quiet, want... Quiet, Jug, be quiet. Here's her room.
2: Come in.
1: Yeah? Miss Pringle? Yes. Yeah. I'm from the Gazette. May I take your picture? My picture? Yes, we take pictures of all prominent visitors to Riverdale. Oh, but I'm really not a prominent person. Lady, you're the most prominent person I've seen in months.
2: Oh, thank you. Now, if you'll (laughs)
1: just stand right there near the window. Jug, give me the camera. Here, Archie.
2: Here, over uh, here That's
1: right, yes, that's right Go ahead, Jug Now just turn the other way a little more
2: uh, Like this? All right <laughs> Is
1: there enough light in this room? Uh, too much uh, That's fine, now Hold it Yeah. Okay, that's fine Got a jug me up. Okay, Miss Pringle, I guess that does it Thanks a lot. Oh, not
2: at all, thank you. Would you send me a copy of the picture?
1: Oh, sure, Miss Pringle, sure, sure. Well, bye. Bye! Boy, that was easy. Did you get the candy jug? Well, Archie, uh, yes and no. Yes and no? Yeah. She had an awful lot of candy there. So? I couldn't tell which was your box. So? So I had to take all ten boxes.
2: I'm a big girl now. I'm a big girl now. Oh, I hope those pictures turn out all right. I'm a big girl now. Oh, I'm a big girl. Now. That man from the newspaper forgot his camera. Why, those pictures will never be printed. I'd better call the newspaper. <coughs> Operator, get me the Riverdale Gazette. I'm a big girl now. <laughs> Hello? Gazette?
4: Oh,
2: this is Hepzibah Pringle. Hepzibah Pringle. What? Well, I know it's not your fault. I simply want to tell you that your photographer forgot his camera. The one named Albert or Arthur or Archie. Yeah, that was it, Archie. Oh, but you must have a photographer named Archie. A racket? Oh, no, they didn't ask for any money. But it couldn't be a racket. I tell you, it was your photographer, and he said, hello? Hello? Oh, for pity's sake, now isn't that silly? The idea of suspecting two perfectly lovely, clean cut young men like us. Ah! Oh! Operator, quick, quick down to the police department. I want to report ten boxes of stolen candy. <laughs>
1: Jug, this is a pretty kettle of fish. And a pretty ten boxes of candy, too. Now what are we going to do? I don't know. Hello, Archie. Oh, brother Betty, as if we didn't have enough trouble now. Hi, Betty. Hi, Jug. Hi.
5: What are you doing out in the backyard with all that candy, Archie?
1: Betty, it's a long and gruesome story. I'll tell you all about it later. Right now, I've got to get rid of this candy. Get rid of it? Well, for
5: pity's sake, give it to me.
1: No, don't touch. They're poisoned. Poisoned? Yes, poisoned. Not all of them, just one of them. We don't know which one. Oh, what are you going to do? I guess we'll just have to destroy all ten boxes. Destroy all that beautiful candy. Yup, it's the only way. Jug, dry those tears. Now the question is how. I could bury them. Oh no, some poor dog might dig them up tonight. Mm, Yeah, could throw it in the river. Mm -mm, You might poison the whole water supply. That's right. Well, I guess the only way is to burn them. Jughead, quit crying and give me a match. I don't have any. Why well, I do? I just finished baking a cake. Uh, here. Well, Thanks, Betty. Now pile the boxes up, Jug, and, and quit waving goodbye. Now I light like the match. Touch it to this box. There we are. Oh, that caught quick.
5: Oh, gee, and those boxes are so pretty, too. All covered with lace. And just because of a little poison... Yup, in
1: a minute it'll be just arsenic and old lace. (laughs) Uh, Ten boxes make quite a fire. Better stand back, Jug. But, uh, Archie... Quiet, Jug. Gee, look at it burn.
4: I love fires.
1: But, uh, Archie... Quiet, Jug. Boy, that's some fire. Yeah, reminds me of camp. But, Archie... Quiet, Jug. Well, it'll be all burned out in a minute. All finished. Yes, Archie. But I think those sparks on your roof are just beginning.
4: I guess everything's under control now. The firemen say your roof wasn't hurt too bad.
5: Oh, thank you, officer. I'm so glad everything's all right. Yes,
4: I guess so. But for a while there, I never did think we'd get it straightened out.
5: Yes, it
1: was
4: a little complicated. Them poor reporters didn't know if it was a three-alarm fire or a murder or a robbery or a love story or what. Yes, they were a little confused. And when you started explaining things, then I got confused.
1: But you understand now.
4: I'm not sure, but I think
3: I do. Well... Try to stay out of trouble, no.
5: So long. Goodbye. Thanks, officer. (sighs) Well, Archie, that's been quite a day.
1: Yeah, it sure has, Mom.
5: Well, what are you so glum about, dear?
1: Nothing, Mom, but I was just, well, kind of thinking. Yes? I I guess I won't have any Mother's Day present for you, Mom. I spent all my money on that candy. Why,
5: Archie, you silly boy. Don't you think I appreciate your being concerned over me more than any present you could buy? Gee, Mom, do you? Of course I do, dear. Why, I think the way you worried
1: about me was the sweetest thing in the world. Gee, then I guess everything's all right after all, isn't it? Of course it is, dear.
2: Archie Andrews! Oh, what?
1: there you are. I guess I spoke too soon. I
2: hope you have some reasonable explanation while keeping me waiting all afternoon when we're supposed to have a date to but go... But, Veronica... Archie, don't interrupt.
1: But, Veronica... If you wanted to break our date, I... you might have at least called. But, Veronica, Goodbye, I was... Goodbye, Mr.
2: Andrews.
1: But, Veronica, how's your dog? My dog? Yeah. Did Fido die?
2: Die? Why should Fido die?
1: But I thought he was after toys. all, just because he got into a fight with a cat's no reason for him to die. Fight but, with a cat? You, you mean to stand there and the say boy, that he, he never ate you that, that go? cat?
3: so we conclude another visit to Riverdale with Archie Andrews and all the gang.
5: Well,
4: did everything go all right today?
5: Oh, uh, oh yes, dear. Everything was fine. Yes, fine, Dad.
4: Well, that's good. Ah, <clears throat> uh, This armchair feels good. <laughs> good grief. What in tarnation is that?
1: It's raining, I guess. Yes, and it's nothing to get excited about.
4: I know that, Mary, but why is it raining in our living room?
1: Oh, we uh, forgot to mention, Dad. While you were gone, we, we sort of burned a little hole in the roof. <laughs>
3: Archie Andrews is written by Carl Jampel and is based on the copyrighted feature appearing in Archie Comics magazine. Archie is played by Bob Hastings, Jughead by Harlan Stone. Others in the cast include Alice Ureman, Ian Martin, Gloria Mann, and Rosemary Rice. Music by Felix Maguire. Production was under the direction of Charles C. Urquhart. If you'd like to see our show, just write to Archie Andrews, NBC, Radio City 20, New York City. Or if you live nearby and are in the neighborhood some Saturday morning, you may obtain tickets right at the studio. Just ask to see Archie Andrews. And now this is Bob Sherry wishing you a very pleasant weekend. So long. America's hospitals need student nurses. Today, one year after the end of the war in Europe, two out of three hospitals throughout the country are suffering from an acute shortage of nursing personnel. A high percentage of these hospitals have been forced to close beds and facilities, and often entire floors or wings. As a result, literally thousands of patients are doing without adequate nursing care. Every young woman is urged to consider nursing as a career. Besides being one of the best-paid fields a woman can enter, it offers a wealth of challenging opportunities to its members. If you're between the ages of 17 and 35 and are a high school graduate with good health, get in touch with your nearest hospital or school of nursing. Explain that you're interested in obtaining more information about a career in registered nursing. Officials will be very happy to discuss the details with you. Nursing is an attractive profession, a fascinating career. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.
0: All right. There you have it, folks. Thanks for hanging with the ad for nursing there. Uh, I really want to leave these episodes as intact as I possibly can with uh, all of the audio that is available on either side of it. Um, Just from a a historical standpoint, I guess I want to hold on to all that, make all that available to you. Anyway, that episode um, was a pretty fair indication of where we're headed. A lot of long-suffering Fred Andrews. A lot of, oh my gosh, I really need to tell you something. But I'm talking about this thing. Oh gosh, but gee whiz, there's this thing. Oh no, I'm talking right now. (laughs) Lots and lots of that. Lots and lots of things that would that would go on to be, like, sitcom tropes. Um, not to mention the, the voice of Veronica with that sort of southern, sort of drawly kind of accent that she's sort of affecting there. Um, that would go on to be her voice in the, the Lou Scheimer filmation cartoons of the 60s and 70s that uh, a lot of the stuff that happened in this series uh, f- forced its way into incarnations of the characters for, for years and years to come uh okay so i I hope you guys have fun with that episode if you want to get in touch you can send us an email at riverdale podcast at yahoo.com you can call and leave a voicemail at five seven three four two seven two four four three that's five seven three four archie Be sure to come back and uh, check in at RiverdalePodcast.com this Saturday and every Saturday for the Riverdale Podcast. Find out what's been going on in the world of Archie in the subsequent 70 years since these these radio shows hit the airwaves. Thanks very much for coming back for our third episode. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks to Michael Leach for helping get all these episodes together. Thanks so, so much. Until next time, my name is Jonathan, and I'll see you again soon here in lovely Riverdale, USA.